loose cannon. Jar Jar Jeremy. Loose cannon. Loose cannon. Loose cannon. Jar Jar Jeremy. Hello. Um. First, I guess we should do introductions. This is Jar Jar Jeremy, and formerly of the Angry Geek Show. I don't know how much legally I'm obligated not to speak about them or if I'm able to say anything about them at all. Um, but I do believe after the Facebook fiasco that uh, was perpetrated by Lewis Perry of the Angry Geek Show, I at least should be allowed to tell my side of the story. And that is going to be what this first episode is about. So I'm sorry if you've logged on to uh, laugh or I don't even know if logged on is the right word to use. I mean, I guess, I don't know. Um, anyways, let's, let's, let's dive right in. Uh, five years ago, and the way we're going to take the way, way back machine. I'm stealing that. Yes, I know. There's somebody else's. I'm stealing it. The way, way back machine. Um, approximately five years ago, uh, I met Lewis, Lou, um, through an eBay transaction. And, uh, he was kind of an odd guy, but who who am I to judge? I'm a really odd guy. But we 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 clicked on knowing our stuff about comics and comic book stuff. And that was kind of like right away. It was weird, um, especially for me. Uh, I'm not a person to... Uh, I'm, I'm not a person to hang out with other people very much and when Lou first offered me to come over and hang out with his buddy Ollie on the two angry geeks show I I don't know why but I said yes and I went hung out I had fun it was a good time um I actually also at the time was uh, doing comic book reviews for a, a small little site. And uh, when I heard they were able to get press passes to a Comic-Con, I dove in and, and tried the same thing. I was like, hey, this sounds like a fun thing. And amazingly, I was able to get them. I, I, I'm still shocked about that. But yeah, it happened. I can't remember what the... I, I cannot remember the very first con. I cannot. Do remember meeting Simon Beasley there and going up to him with my 10 questions that were just ridiculous. So stupid. Stuff like... It, it, what would be the one 
comic character you'd make love to. Like, stuff like that. It was ridiculous. I'm surprised Simon even talked to me after that. Um, it was a good time, though. Uh, and after that, Lou and Ollie enjoyed my present, I believe. Uh, and they kept asking me to come along. And uh, I stopped doing the comic book reviews. And didn't really become a a third member of the Two Angry Geeks show. But I was definitely there a lot of the time. And then uh, uh, something that went down with Ollie at a, a wrestling show. From the side of the story that I got from Lewis, Ollie said to one of the wrestlers, I, I wasn't there, I had left already from this wrestling event. It was an RPW event uh, in, in Chicopee at the Boys and Girls Club or something. It doesn't matter. Anyways, yes, uh, ADD, I'll... I'll Go off on different tangents now and again, so be prepared for that. But anyways, uh, yeah, Ollie and Lou had a falling out back then. And Lou took him off the show. He was gone, which was kind of weird to me. I mean, but uh, 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 once again, I I'm not a person who has a ton of friends. I don't. I don't hang out with a lot of people. I don't trust a lot of people. But, uh, you know, what Lou was saying made sense that, you know, Ollie shouldn't be on the show because of that. But I, I did think it was weird that he just cut off Ollie altogether. But once again, not my business. I wasn't involved. And, and it really, at that time, was not my or our show. Um, and, and after that happened, Lou asked me to join with him permanently, like, hey, blah, blah, blah. And I remember vividly telling him, uh, sounds great, but, um, I'm not a, a, I'm a pretty face. <laughs> I, I will always say this. I, I come up with great ideas. I, I'm an idea person. Execution of them? God, that was that was where Lou was really good for me. It, it was interesting. We could we we got a lot of things going for ourselves that way. Um don't get me wrong, Lou had a lot of good ideas as well. Uh, I'm not going to take anything away from him. Like we we both worked really hard. Even though I told him I didn't want to work that hard. Mind you, Lou took on a heavy load, especially with editing, um, setting up con appearances. Like, uh, at first we weren't doing a, a live show. We were just appearing at cons. Uh, doing interviews with, with uh, celebrities and, and, and artists and writers and stuff. And Lou, Lou took care of that part he was definitely the bones of the business side that man like he he did he had a lot of drive and i have to admit like this was always just a fun hobby for me i i never really 
never dreamt it would have gotten to where it did get to or where it is at and uh it it it, it was it was a, a really fun ride but it was a lot for me that that doing all those appearances at cons and stuff when we actually started performing a live show northampton oh my gosh northampton at the uh oh what was the name of that hotel it's a little hotel con and we we performed our it was inside of a bar it was so funny like i was pouring drinks and stuff like there was actual alcohol behind the bar I cannot even believe this. And at the time, we weren't even a podcast yet. We we were just the Angry Geek Show on YouTube. And we, we shared it all over Facebook. And at this con, we met uh, Alicia. And she she told us that we should go on to public access. And... I was like, does it cost us anything? And, um, you know, no, it doesn't. Anybody can get on public access, ladies and gentlemen. Do not think that that was a great jump. Don't get me wrong. It definitely brought us out to more people. More people. And that was cool. Like, I got noticed at places because of it. it. It was weird. Like, I would go into grocery stores... I mean, I still do. It's kind of funny. I don't even, I don't even know what to say the next time it happens. <laughs> like, do I say no, 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 that's not me. No, no, I'm not part of that show anymore. I don't know. Do I just say, oh, thanks, hey, nice to meet you, and we'll walk away? I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah, we met Alicia and we got hooked up on Greenfield Public Access which then fell over to Ware Public Access, which fell over to South Hadley Public Access, which eventually we fell into Enfield Public Access uh, after the, the uh, what were they, the comic book? No, not comic book, man. Uh, I cannot remember the name. I, I think it might have been the comic book. Man. I'm sorry, guys. It, it's just I have a horrible memory and, like, it's not exactly where my mind is at right now. Uh, nothing against you guys. Uh, Joe, Ray, uh, uh, you guys were awesome. Uh, anywho, woof, where were we? Uh, yeah, uh, Enfield Public Access, boom, boom, boom. And yeah, it was kind of moving kind of weird and fast. Um, it was fun. We, I, I'm probably going to get the timeline a little mixed up here because... Um, I I know Herb came into the scene, DW, uh, whatever, uh, Fanboys Inc. before Jamie did. Okay, yeah. So, so then we go and DW, uh, as as uh, Lou referred to him to me, which always I, I once again I'm not talking sh- shit about anybody. I always thought Darkwing Duck. Like, I, I, I'm, I still don't know exactly what the DW stands for. Um, no offense, don't really care anymore. But uh, yeah, uh, 
he he pump blew up with some thoughts of, of like you know hey you know podcast and don't get me wrong oh my god doing a podcast was that that was way more fun to me than doing the uh youtube show public access because i no longer had to be censored uh i could say what i want i could swear uh i could talk about well, I thought I could talk about my my uh, gardening s- skills and set and stuff. Uh, I, I was unaware of of just how against my uh, cannabis culture Lou was um in the beginning like i knew he wasn't into it i even actually for the first probably year like hid my use from him like it was weird it was like almost felt like i was around a father or something like oh my god i can't let dad know like and and mind you i was spending fucking time at at hotels and stuff with the guy and like i'd go out and like smoke weed and come back he never knew never never knew until i finally told him about it um yeah yeah that that was that was then and uh all right so we meet up herb we some stuff was going down actually with fanboys inc and some personal stuff i don't know much of the details uh flash forward Herb drops into Earplug Podcast Network. And we're there. We're on there. And it, it's great. Uh, the the main hype to me was that uh, Mike and Ming did a show that was connected with the Earplug Podcast. And I was like, oh, that's cool. We're, we're kind of like, you know, that, that sounds like we're somebody's. Don't get me wrong. Like, I... Uh, we're still nobodies, like, um, but, like, it, it was a stroke to the ego, it felt good, it, it was, it was, um, it was interesting, I'm gonna pause this for a second, sorry if I come back and it sounds like it doesn't connect, sorry about that, I needed a drink, uh, I did not prepare, I did not think I would get so thirsty, so let's hope I get right back to where I was. So earplug podcast, Mike and Ming. Cool. Great stuff. We are doing a lot of shows. We're doing tons of cons. We're running around like madmen doing interviews with everybody. We are workhorses. We are work engines. Once again, Lou is pumping out the editing and stuff. Lou does the heavy lifting when it comes to editing and all that stuff. Um, and then enter, I guess, enter Jamie. And, and this will go to show you how, how hard of a time I have trusting people and, and, uh, interacting with people on a normal basis like um how do i explain it uh yeah i don't want to sound like a horrible person but 
I, I get such anxiety around people. I really do. I get, especially at cons, my skin crawls. I'm always looking for a safe place. My ADD kicks in like a madman. I cannot focus. Oh, it becomes so bad. Uh, but it also helps me because my defense mechanism is comedy. And, and I became so good at it. I mean, not to, you know, stroke my own ego, but I've even had people that don't like me tell me that, you know, you're really good on stage personality. And, and you don't, you know, those people who don't like me, thank you. That felt good. It really did. You know who you are. You know who you are, and you know you listened. Okay, anyways, okay, okay, back. Um, yeah, uh, I met tons of great people through this show. Tons. So many. And still, not one of them has my phone number. Well, no, no, that's that's a lie. There, 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 there are a couple that have my phone number. A couple. A couple of select few. Not that they use it too often, and I appreciate that. But they have it. But um, then one day, Lou asked Jamie to come into the lair to do a show with us. And don't get me wrong, I, I like Jamie. She's nice. She's a nice person. But uh, I, I, I lied to get out of there as quickly as possible. Like, Lou and I would sometimes take guests. Well, Lou because <laughs> once again I would get out of there almost it wasn't just Jamie I did this with a lot of people um I would make an excuse to get out of there and this time it was the funniest excuse because I told her that I had to go uh take my son to soccer practice or something like that <laughs> and uh my son's never played a day of soccer and at the time was never into sports never now he plays ice hockey which is weird for me uh so strange growing up with a kid who who watches a sport and is into it you know, when when you're you're kind of almost the exact opposite of that it's, it, 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 i mean don't get me wrong comic books and sports are almost the same medium the the especially the fan angst and stuff but uh it, it's it's weird raising raising a, a young athlete it's cool um anyways uh uh so yeah i i took off out of there after the first meeting don't get me wrong i i, I like jamie she was a nice person uh was, and, and and also i i i could play off of her like there, there was room for growth in our relationship, and I think Lou saw that. And uh, I, I also think Lou was sad that we weren't excelling more than we were, thinking that we had to keep going further, do more. And in all the power to him, uh, I, I was happy where we were. Uh, I was along for the ride, like. 
uh, he 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 has has uh, great intent uh, intentions. Would that be the? I don't know. Uh, big dreams for this show, and and hey, man. If it happens for him, I I wish him the best. Like that's great. I I just never saw it. I mean, we were two guys having fun, going to cons, enjoying our our hobby, like getting to talk to the people who who created our 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 childhoods. Like I've talked to so many people that that like. Oh my God, Larry Kenny, uh, uh, the 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 voice of Lionel. Like that interview, I I remember that interview so well. I I was behind the camera for that one. I I didn't do the interview, it, and it was one of my favorite interviews. If I if I get emotional here, I'm sorry, people. Um. This is uh you're gonna learn. Uh, if this keeps going on, I I I'm an emotional person. I can I can tear up pretty easily. Uh but anyways, Larry Kenny, like Lou did this interview with him and I just closed my eyes and it was like listening. It was like listening to my I'm going to pause a second again, folks. Sorry. So it was like listening to my childhood right there. Lionel just talking to me. The, the cocoa, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, like Silverhawk. It, it, it was amazing. The feels like sort of moments. Give me sight. Like, it was so cool, and those memories, thank you, Lou, thank you for taking me outside of my house and letting me get that kind of uh, an experience. It was great. It was awesome. Kevin Conroy, John Wesley Ship. Oh, man, Brian O'Halloran, like, Brian O'Halloran, uh, I cannot praise that dude enough. I have to admit, when I first met Brian, he he uh, got to roast me pretty good, and I wasn't having a good day. And while I understood he it was for comedy, and it went well, like everything actually went really well afterwards. But I the things that had gone on prior had really messed me up, and uh. First time I, uh, my first experience, I guess would be a better way to put it. Uh, it, it was a little rough. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of thought he was a little bit of a dick. You know, like, I was like, damn, man, that dude got me good. Especially foresight, like, after, sorry, not foresight, hindsight. I, I definitely uh, appreciated it more. And then uh, Rhode Island Comic Con last year. Uh, that dude, really, like, he, he showed, showed me he was a man of his word, like, 
well, not even of his word. It, like he did things he never said he was going to do. He he came to our live show. He he hung out with us at, at the after party. Like he he made us feel like we were peers, and that was awesome. And Brian, thank you for that. That was cool. Once again, an experience that. You know, I, I grew up watching you in movies and stuff, you know, Clerks and, and, and Mall Rats and, like, that was cool. Steve, Ernie, both of you guys, all three of you guys, like, thank you for that experience. Because, like, it showed me not everybody is a douche out in that community. Like, you, you definitely get a lot of guys that are like, hey, man, you, we'll, we'll hook up, we'll do this for you, we'll do, well, you know... We'll, and like, it, w when it got to a point when you heard it was, you know, you smiled and waved. It was like, oh yeah, yeah, great to hear, it, whatever. And like Brian, wow, Brian O'Halloran, the man, the man, the myth, the compulsive masterpiece. Uh, mad props to you, man. All right, back to it. Uh, uh, Jamie enters the scene. It was going good. I liked it. We were having fun. Angry Geeks Volume 2 happened. She, Lou, introduced the idea of bringing Damien full-time. I was like, yeah, whatever, man. Works for me. The more, the merrier. I enjoyed having more people to work with. Uh, it, it, when, when Jamie was available to do podcasts and stuff, it was awesome to bounce uh, off of her, work off of her. Like... Me and Jamie, I think, had a, a good chemistry as much as me and Lou did. And, and combined me, Jamie, and Lou, I think it, it was it was something magical. Uh, yeah, it, it was great. Mine, uh, well, I don't know. It, it, was, it was good. And then we'll, uh, we'll flash forward to about... Or reverse? I don't know. I don't know. You you decide what we're doing. Flash forward or reversing? Uh, Super Mega Fest. I don't know what 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 it was. Um, a con in which it was the first year that pot was legal in Massachusetts, and being a grower and a user, I I don't know. Big fan of. And when I say cannabis culture, in another podcast sometime, maybe we'll get into that. I, I don't really mean, like, all these shops and stuff opening up. That That's not the cannabis culture I ever envisioned. That's just, like, to me it feels like big corporations and it, it's so impersonal. But, oh, oh anyways. Okay, so I, I go to Super Mega Fest, and I brought my cookies with me. And the night before, I had contacted a friend, uh, a female friend, and said, Hey, you know, I got these cookies. Would you like to try some? You know, I, I make them myself. I will tell you all, I did not know the potency of these things. I was eating, I don't know, six to ten of them at a time. Like, And, and you know, I was getting you know, high, but, like, uh, I have a tolerance, I guess, only God speak of, because um, uh, I, I did explain to the, the, the person, I was like, hey, um, I'm not sure how strong these are, just start with one, 
and and wait 45 minutes and see how things go i i i did know this person had uh very little to very little i i don't know if they had no experience with marijuana i i'm not sure if they've ever smoked it but i knew they had no experience with edibles so i i explained to them you know uh i i don't know how strong they are so start with one and then 45 minutes later see how it is uh i i figured you know since maybe it was stupid of me to think of this maybe it's irresponsible maybe unprofessional i i don't know in my mind i was giving it to a friend and uh i i assumed they they had some insight to what to expect with it i i i was so disappointed when i contacted that friend the next day and found out that they had a horrible experience horrible like it uh it it hurt my ego and it also like it made me feel bad that i i did that to somebody else now also i gave a a few cookies to a person that i actually assumed knew and was part of weed culture and um i was wrong i was completely wrong never assume that ladies and gentlemen always like I, i've learned always let people know that you know these are going to affect you according to this person they 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 seem to have the belief that they were just going to taste like weed and i have no idea why anybody would think that but it 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 wasn't my place to assume that they did know what they were getting into so once again i i actually apologized profusely to this person cuz i i felt horrible i I guess their their girlfriend at the time um, uh, actually went to the emergency room, which, once again, I wish I had known these people were um, this, what's the word, inexperienced, this inexperienced, because I wouldn't have given it to them. I would have told them, look, or, or at least made sure that they had a, a guide with them i guess i don't know somebody to explain to them like it's gonna be okay it's just weed it's not gonna hurt you um that person actually contacted me the next day asking me what i had put in them and uh i i I was kind of baffled and shocked and i'm still sorry that ever happened okay okay so flash forward (laughs) Some other person decided to roast me on Facebook about that situation, saying how completely irresponsible it was of me and and how I could have hurt people and all this other kind of, in my opinion, nonsense. Um, Pot doesn't hurt people. Uh, Like, I, I don't know... This person, uh, I don't know their experience. I, I can't claim to know anything about their experience. They claim years in the business and whatever. 
that's fine, but to claim that uh, marijuana could be harmful, edibles can be harmful to people, uh, baffling to me. Okay? But anyways, I got into it with this person on Facebook. Professional, unprofessional, yeah, I don't care. I'm one of those people, if you talk shit about me, I, I, I'm going to throw it back at you. I don't give two shits who you are, what's your name, who's your friends, who, if you're my friend, if, like, we can talk to each other as adults. There's no need to fucking roast somebody out in public like that. If you have a problem with me, come to me. I'm a very, I think, easygoing, nice and easygoing person to get along with until you fuck me over. And then I, I, I am vindictive. I'm petty. I'm, I'm, I'm unprofessional. I'm a loose cannon. Like, I'm all those things. I do not deny them. Um, but anyways, me and this person got into it. Uh, it got squashed for a bit of time. And then um, she... She brought it up again on, on, on the, the person brought it up again on a Facebook post, not naming me, but anybody who was in this group of people of about like 300 know exactly who she's talking about. Like it, it, it was it was finger pointing at its best and I got mad and I got defensive and I told her fuck off and I told her that she was dead to me. I did. I did these things. Uh, not proud of it, but I did it. I'm the, whatever. Like, fuck you. If you're going to talk shit about me on a public forum, especially the shit she was saying this time, uh, saying that I was giving, uh, edibles to people without their knowledge that they, they were, uh, edibles. Uh, no, 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 I am not gonna, no, uh, first of all, my ego is way too big to go giving away my drugs, my hard work to, to, to people that have no idea what they're about to get themselves into, no, 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 I want to know what people feel about these things, um, anyways, once again, got into it with her, spectacle on facebook yeah i'm a, I'm a motherfucker i'm a drama i will bring the drama you come to me with drama i will bring it uh I, i'm i'm not that person i do not filter myself probably bad for the show i don't know i don't care um but during that time uh i felt betrayed by by both well actually you know we won't get too much into that but because that's more personal stuff. But uh, that is actually when I started to really debate whether I should be part of the show anymore. Um, and Lou actually begged me to stay with the show. Like, F anybody who, who's going to say that this has been a long time coming, whatever... Lou begged me to stay with the show. He told me, take some time off if I need time off. He was like, I can't do this without you, brother. You're my Ohana. All that bullshit. All of it. All of it was fed to me. And, and my wife, 
uh, her advice was to, you know, stay with it. She, 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 like Lou, kind of has these ideas that this is going to become big someday, that, like, all the hard work's going to be worth it, unlike, to me, all the hard work's been pleasure. It, it wasn't, I mean, it was work, but, like, they were experiences. I enjoyed it. It, it was payment enough for me. But then, all right, so that all happens. I really start questioning my my needing to any longer be part of the show, whether or not it it, it was what what was right for me anymore. I I I, I kind of felt I felt betrayed by 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 the people in my camp, and. Um, I really felt like I had no one in my corner at that time. It, it was it was a dark moment for me. And then um, slowly got over it, you know. Um, Lou Lou had been talking about this uh, deal with ARE Altered Reality Entertainment, I believe, or what stands for, which goes with the cons. Comic-Con, uh, which was supposed to be held at Foxwoods. Um, Epic Comic-Con, which was supposed to be held at Atlantic City at some boat show. Uh, Empire State Comic-Con, which was up in Albany. Uh, Rhode Island Comic-Con, which is in Rhode Island. And oh, it's one of the biggest cons in New England. And uh, the, the Colorado Comic-Con, which is believe it or not, in Colorado. <laughs> but uh, Lou was talking about this deal, about going exclusive with them. And, and I, I actually knew what that meant to begin with. That that meant no more Terrific Con. Um, there, there has been drama between ARE and, and uh, uh, Terrific Con slash Gamer Con since uh back in the day i don't know exactly what went on there that's not my story to tell but we were friends with both eric yako and mitch halleck and when they split me and lou always said we were definitely never going to take sides it wasn't our battle that was a business thing it, it got ugly between these two friends and whatever went on went on between them, not us. And it seemed like we were respected for that. Like, we were invited to both Mitch and Eric's shows all the time. Um, we were treated well by both of them. Uh, I, I knew the ARE contract meant that we now we're about to take a side and that did not sit well with me it, it it really like i was very disappointed in the the idea of it it, it terrific con i'll say it terrific is my favorite con of, of the year it, it it focuses on comic books it's the biggest for the or it's my favorite big con like it's so 
what Comic-Cons I thought were supposed to be when I first started getting into Comic-Cons and stuff. I guess what they used to be. I didn't go back to the, the early 90s, late 90s, early 2000s. I only started in cons around 2010. So, and I, it, it was so much fun. I enjoy Terrific Con so much. So much. Love all the artists, writers that are invited there. Don't get me wrong. I, I love Rhode Island. I, it's great for celebrities. It's a huge pop culture con. It's fantastic. Um, But once again, it meant that we were taking sides. And I... No, no. Uh, and I, I let Jamie and Lou know how I felt about it. And... um. They they both were very uh, driven that this was the way for the show to go and whatever. Now, now, mind you, I still thought this was our show. And now that Jamie was part of the show, I thought it was the three of us's show. Um, I was kind of uh, an asshole to Lou about it. I kept being belligerent and being like, I don't know if I agree with this. Is this really what you want me to do? Like, blah, blah, blah. I don't think it's right. I think we're fucking over Mitch. I think we're telling a friend, fuck you, all this stuff. I was belligerent to Lou. And he sent me this text that was like, this is my show, my this, my that. This is the way I believe my show should be going. And that right there, it took me aback. I, I was shocked. I, I always had thought, like, we, we even joked around a lot of the time, being like, you're the boss, Lou. And you're like, no, no, we're all business partners, business partners. You're my ohana. And and I, I don't know if it's this deal with ARE that, that got Lou to tell two of his good friends, fuck you, but that's now what he's done. Um, he, he... From there, all right, uh, let's see. The, we kept going for a little while. I went and did a little appearance with them at a, a comic book sh uh, shop. Things felt awkward. They were doing some things that I didn't exactly agree with, uh, but hey, that's on them. Uh, I hope the person doesn't find out and that, you know, they don't have to explain themselves one day to him. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, I was business as usual, you know. Turn it on, Jeremy. Be happy for the camera. Laugh. Play. Uh, I made a few more of my... Uh, uh, disagreements known at lunch afterwards about joining up with ARE and how I didn't feel it was the right thing to do. Um, well, flash forward to, well, whenever this Facebook thing happened. And, uh, that morning, it was Tuesday, Tuesday morning. Okay, so Monday night, this past Monday, well, I don't know when this is airing, so Monday night. 
I post on Instagram a picture of me wearing a Father's Day gift because the day before was Father's Day. Uh, of a shirt that says there's more than one way to bake. My wife had made it for me. She encourages my cannabis uh, passion. I, I really appreciate that about her. Uh, not many people get it. Most people think I'm just a druggie because of it. Um, it it's really a, a, a great hobby. Uh, I, I Anybody who's interested in learning about it, hit me up. I will help you as much as I possibly can. Um, anyways, uh, I put, you know, Father's Day gift, blah, blah, blah. And then I put a, a 420 hashtag and a cannabis culture hashtag. Well, that was enough for Lou to delete the picture. Not talk to me about it, mind you. Not say a word to me about it, just deleted it. I didn't find out the until the next morning when I was going on to Instagram to, you know, stroke my ego a little bit and see how many likes it had gotten, seeing if it had gotten any comments. And uh, it was gone. I was like, huh? What? what, 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 what? I kind of thought back. I was like, how many cookies did I eat last night? Anyways, no, no. I contacted Lou. I was like, hey, man, uh, did, did you delete my uh, post off of Instagram? And, yeah, yeah, it's those hashtags. You got to take off those hashtags. If you just put in the picture up without the hashtags, it wouldn't have happened. I was like, hey, you think you could uh, talk to somebody about that? Anyways, we're going to get into personal shit, so I'm going to start being more vague. From there, I was going to my daughter's uh, graduation from first grade. Yeah, I know people. First grade. Anyways. And uh, me, I was, you know, arguing back and forth with Blue. I'm just like, dude, am I part of the show or not? And I finally, like, he just kept giving me excuses. I'm at work. I can't talk right now. Blah, blah, blah. And, uh, yeah. Hey, guys, I, I'm I'm unprofessional. I'm a loose cannon. I'm fucking belligerent. I want answers now. I, I don't want answers in four days when you've talked it over with whoever you've been talking shit over with and making these decisions with DW. Um, anyways, uh, I, I gave him an ultimatum. It was 10 o'clock in the morning and I said, uh, Hey dude, answer me. Am I part of the show or not? And I'll give you till noon to answer me. If I don't hear from you by noon, uh, I'll just assume that means I'm not, and I'll make a Facebook post exiting the show. Something to that effect. I wish I keep my my uh, uh, text uh, um, I, what, OCD there. I, I delete everything off my phone. But anyways, um, yeah, he, uh, right then and there, all of a sudden, I got... Uh, well, not right then, probably like 20 minutes later, I got a text from a friend saying, hey, man, sorry to hear about what's going on. Um, does this mean I'll see you at Terrificon? And I, 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 what? What are you talking about, man? And they're like, oh, the Lewis posted that thing on Facebook. And pow. Do you guys want to know what I was going to post at noon? 
No, you, I, I, I don't lie. I don't. You, 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 I'm one of the most truthful people. You can believe me or not believe me. I'm truthful to a fault. I, it gets me in trouble how truthful I am sometimes. But anyways, my Facebook post was going to look like something. Me and the angry geeks are on different paths. We don't seem to be following the same direction anymore. And with that, I will be leaving the show. I wish them well and all the best. I'm sorry to see it end. That's it. That was going to be the extent. Because none of our personal stuff needed to be in that post. This podcast right here never needed to be heard. It's none of you guys' business what happened. But I, I think it's fair that I get to tell my side. I, I don't think it's fair that somebody gets to, like, talk all that shit. And, and, and he faces no consequences. Like, he still hasn't talked to me on the phone. He won't talk to me like a man. I, like, I hate to be little and petty like this right now and call him a coward and shit. But that's how I feel. It's fucking sad. It's gross. Fucking guy finally took down the post apologizing to me. And I'm sorry, man. Too little, too late. That thing was up for 48 hours. You had employees, employees of yours who have never watched the show, I'm sure, saying that they were fans of the show, saying I was the worst part of the show on there. Another one saying that I, I, I stole $250 worth of their merchandise or whatever fucking shit he was going on about that you knew all about, Lou. You knew all about it, man. And you let it happen. And then you let that other fucking guy with his little podcast share it on his thing and you sit there saying thanks to him. It's bullshit. I don't think it's right. I do hope you and Jamie fucking the best. I, I really do. I, I really... It, it hurts so much to know that you could fucking do that to me. And that's why I'm no longer an angry geek.